Yeah. I can see you here, but uh, I can't see from my uh, laptop. Okay. That's okay. I'm doing it on my phone. Okay, no problem. You okay. can't see me? Yeah. I can see you. I can do it from my phone. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay, so thank you so much. We actually lost all hopes that we'll be able to uh, see you today, but Vikram, uh, it was amazing. He kept pushing me, so that I really thank Vikram for that. Also, everyone who's joined uh, to keep uh, being persistent with this, and it actually worked. So, touch it now, Rebjila. Pip, the one who wanna marasim la ya tua pip misita mandash ngudu. Angshu de la ya. So, so. <laughs> So everyone, to all our dear audiences, uh, this conversation is going to be partly in Tibetan and a little bit of English because both Tibetans and non-Tibetans can, you know, understand what we're trying to say. Uh, so, um, oh, uh, thank you so much for gracing no, us. Thank you, thank presence. you. Mm -hmm. And how are you doing? How oh, are you keeping? We're doing well. I'm doing good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we're lucky. Fantastic. So far, very good. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Now, Ramchandra, when you were you you were in it, you were in it, you were in in it, you were it's uh, up and down, up and down. One time became a little more calm down. Now it's a little more uh, mm -hmm. keep growing. So uh, city is making more restrictions right now. Sure. So, but still, still, it's, uh, we are very calm here, according Lassu. to the different city. And the Baba is much, much more calm. Yeah. Very good lesson for the impermanence. True, true, I think it has changed our life overnight. And I think I it depends like, on people, right? Yeah, that's this uh, and the one one is very is a uh, good part is the learning reality of your life. It's a really good lesson yes. for the reality of life, and there also no racial discrimination for the the name. It can be affect to anybody. So so that yeah. makes it all connected to all, all the people all connected well to the concerning for the life. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Anita, mm -hmm. now you are recognized as the A Hepatuku, <laughs> right? Oh. And you were also trained at the Gandhi Sharsi Monastery. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What is about the Tuku lineage? Could you enlighten our oh, audience about yeah, it? Yeah, I'm, a, yeah, I'm a, uh, recognized as a Hepatuku from Gandhi Sharsi. And uh, uh, the, I tell you, the first story of the Tuku actually system of the Tibetan, the Tulku is a very special, unique in Tibetan system that came from, uh, the first was the Karmapa, the first Karmapa, uh, 11 to 10, yes. that was the, he had a dream and he actually introduced that uh, Tulku system. And so second Karmapa, we call it Karmapa Pakshi, that was 12 to 6, that is the first 
come up, uh, second come up, uh, became the first Turku institution or how we like, uh, became a recognized Turku. So dependent yes. system of Turku is the starting by the Kamapa lineage. And also mm -hmm. Kamapa the, also have a very special relation, some with the Tibetan uh, national, because the second, the Turku, first Turku, what we call us, but he also descended family of the King Chisundize, Tibetan king Lovely. descended. So this kind of related with a lot of things with Tibetan culture. So Tebutuku, myself, is recognized as an eighth Tebutuku. The first Tebutuku actually came from Amdo Desert. That's what I call a Tepo. Tepo means uh, one of the Amdo area called Kyu. Kyu, Tepo. Now, so that first Tebutuku came from the Amdo called Tepo. That's why we became a, a Tepo Turku. Tepo. Then Tibetan, also in Ganden, Sharpe also have a uh, to have different, uh, two different uh, colleges called Ganden Changzi and the Ganden, Ganden has uh, two different colleges, Ganden Changzi and Ganden Sharzi. Ganden Sharzi yes. also amahamt, uh, from the house of Tepo House. Uh, Sarah has a Tepo and the Drebung has a Tepo comes in. There's like a Tepo House. Drebung College has a Tepo sure. House from Gomang. Yes. Uh, Sarah and the man and Tepo. So I'm the Tepo Tuku of the uh, Tepo House. So to literally actually uh, put it in simple words to our audience, I think what just Rimchala mentioned is true. Uh, I yeah. think in Tibetan Buddhism, you have different types of Tibetan Buddhism. Also, you have yeah. different schools of Tibetan Buddhism, yeah. Right? Yeah. different yeah. houses. Yeah. And right. he comes from the Tebu house. So yes. that's why yeah. he's very, very famously known as Tebu Tugu, right? Yes, right, right, right. Fantastic. Yes. Now, uh, I remember reading about you that you were mm -hmm. uh, you're very small at a very tender age uh you uh when you were uh, escaping from tibet to india and mm -hmm. literally the monks were carrying you on their back because you were so tiny so tell us a little bit about your experience All right that's yeah i'm very fortunately i was born in tibet and also already in uh entered to the Ganden monastery i was uh uh, three years old when I became a monk and uh, Ganden entered the monastery. And when I left from Tibet, I was five years old. And uh, five years old, and my uh, uh, my teacher, uh, the uh, guru, late Jabji Lajit uh, Rambachi, and the Gandeshad, the monk group, they took me uh, to, I mean, they brought me to escape from the in, uh, Tibet to India. Uh, and especially my attendant called Ngawang uh, Surjim. Yeah, he's uh, one of the skill in the uh, Ganden Monka right now. He is now almost 80, uh, 83 years old. And uh, he is the one that time is very young uh, attendant. And he's the who helped me to carry on his shoulder all the way from Tibet to, uh, to India. And it, actually, awesome. we took a long time, a long, a long time we have to go through mountains, mountains, and also we don't know, actually, we have no, I don't think, I'm too young to understanding what exactly what they're doing, but yes. only I know is uh, we have a problem, and uh, escaping, that's the only thing, you know, that uh, 
the reason why they took so long because they don't have exactly to or uh, thinking to where to go to so they're just skipping from the chinese military and then we found the wrong place and they have to run away again and the skipping stay in a mountain and so it took a long time but finally uh, luckily the monks and the that uh, we follow his on dalamus uh, uh road and then we luckily we be exile in india and when we reached india his one is already in india so already established government in government already established welcome the dependent refugees so we came through assam and then we settled in the baksa baksa door is the one of the all the tibetan monks were together and then mm-hmm. uh, i was there for a while but my my personal case i haven't spent much in baksa just way one year less than a year then i was uh, selected the youngest tibetan lama to go to tibetan young lama's home school in new delhi okay. this is a tibetan young it is a very unique opportunity uh, because this is a, was selected from the different four schools from nyingma school kaji school saigya school in the gilu school there the 25 lamas from different schools i'm the selected one from the gilu so i was in a tibetan young lamas home school which is founded by the mrs freda berry mrs freda berry if you might be know her she is the mother of the indian movie star called kabir berry kabir yes. berry yes yeah, his mother and later she Lassam. became she's a very devoted buddhist and she also very one of the very famous to who are helping the indian independence so that's why she has a lot of relation with the indian government so she established through the blessing of his ondalama through the permission and director of his ondalama she established one tibetan young lamas home school in delhi and that is the one of the where we all the uh, different school of tibetan lamas all together first time in the together learning english and, and also all the teaching different classes and um, i was there for i was 6 years old that time and i spent okay. for a year but i hardly one year maybe i learned an alphabet that's a bc <laughs> so this is the first <laughs> unique yeah right. unique unique uh, opportunity Bless. now now yeah, now even still now i have a many lamas friend who is 80 years old so who are also the summer like 70 80s they are also who been at the same school in 1960 we were together so this is a very unique lama uh, especially western well known we call tungpa tuku and also lama sebar rambache tuku chinyima rambache there's a lot of famous lamas right now they are also you know we went same school in that young lama some school and uh, that was also yawa mm-hmm. kamapa also was a one 16 kamapa was one of the who always comes there to get a blessing and uh, so it is a very unique uh, i was fortunate for there then later then after that i went to dharamsala dharamsala is where the lighter rambaji my guru teacher lives there and uh, so i grew up in dharamsala since from then to until 1980 in dharamsala yeah Yes because I remember I think Gavalaya Dharamsala Pensirangla ro and challenge and did na shingi Smithsonian Institution of Tibetan Library yeah, I think yeah, 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 ye
धर्मशाला ग्रह धर्मशाला धर्मशाला लाइब्रेरीजेक्ट between Smithsonian Institution and Tibet Library I'd served as a culture advisor and uh, then I was very fortunately to able to travel to many different uh, areas of Ladakh Nepal South India we tried to preservation of the culture uh, through the visual rather through the movie documentary so smithsonian and the library collaboration work we did a lot of recorded all different uh, uh, monastic life uh, stories and uh, any different also like uh, we did uh, uh, ganden we did the takzu drumchu all uh, history of takzu drumchu and we did the molam chemo great play of That's... the depon sara then uh, we did the namduling nam 1980 kept the dunjurambachi panorambachi gompa we did especially for the gebchi dimpu chinder rambachis especially initiations and we did orissa tibetan uh, school i mean settlements and the ladakh so many areas the ladakh gombas so i was very very fortunate uh, to learn myself a lot of things even went through that the, all these different monasteries not only book been to the monastery different monastery been to meeting with the so many lamas been to the interviewing so many high rambachis and kish scholars so this is the one of them uh, unique i was uh, uh, very fortunate learning myself a lot then 1980 uh, 1979 i came to washington dc smithsonian part of the project and this is another way uh, my life time is one of the most uh, historically for me is a very fortunate because this is the first time his only dalai lama came to washington dc after 20 years in exile and his only i was one of the fortunately part of the uh, participating to inviting his only to uh, smithsonian and his holiness a visit to smithsonian i was one of the who organized two weeks before i organized with the smithsonian team and that time in tibetan uh, uh, representative his own dalai lama was kalun kongo kalun tinzin namgyal tetong as a representative of his own dalai lama through with the, uh, joined together we did very well uh, organized with the smithsonian his holiness visit very successful and the also the place of where i lived that smithsonian uh, hosted me to live on one of the american family because when i was in washington dc the smithsonian asked me where would you like to stay in a, some special dormitory like you have a privacy or you can stay in uh, any other uh, whatever you at all i like to stay with american family the there where i can learn some uh, So American system, and I can learn them. So they they arranged me to stay one of the Smithsonian sponsor called a Crocker family. So that okay. was a very very rich family place. But I was uh, spent there for two years, 
so that was the one of the lucky thing is we are the first uh, organized invite invite his son dalama for dinner for the my the place where we i live in the his son is uh, welcome to um, where i live host the crocker family where his son is also meeting with the many congress and senators and uh, and also some high level uh, dignities in that area too that's uh, same places so i was very fortunate there but i'm very young and i'm not a politician i'm just for the part of the uh, still that time i was monk too and also very young but uh, uh, but i was very fully involved in so many different meeting with many uh, high dignities and i was uh, that was a very very special uh, kind of like uh, experience in my life years yeah. of your life Very memorable yeah. years of my life. Memorable, yeah, yeah. And I met uh, uh, within I stay in Washington DC for the two years. In that family is a very, uh, I think, a very supportive of something uh, uh, democratic uh, party or something. Now looks like, yeah. But I met uh, uh, national security advisor Bzinski. and i also met uh, a secretary later when the president reagan came that time i met the uh, secretary of the uh, secretary hake and and uh, so so kind of a very interesting unexpectedly i met uh, quite a uh, very high level people to i can able to speak as a tibetan to my life story for the how suffering of the tibet how we came from tibet or how we are suffering and so they were very uh, uniquely unexpected and informally able to express and uh, give our uh, situation of tibet to the all these uh, people to educate well, a little bit more um, through my personal life yeah right absolutely mm-hmm. i think yeah. a lot of people when i talk of course i have few of my friends when i talk about tibet they don't even yeah. know that there is yeah. a country that yeah. needs to exist yeah. 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 so uh So it's it's something yeah. that we need to massively educate and yeah. you know, when we when we educate educate in a way that they can understand always not right. throw on my you know part of information yeah. but yeah. at least to make, acknowledge the fact that there is right. a country yeah. like this which is an exile and yeah. there are Tibetans who are going through yeah. such situations such circumstances right. so mm-hmm. uh, you've been an yeah. ambassador for the cause of Tibet mm-hmm. all over the yeah. world and we really yeah, appreciate that, was- that. yeah i think that's the way uh, i was very uh, lucky to meeting all these people because you know as a politics as a policy situation to governments is very difficult even tibetan government leaders to want to meet with the tibetan american or those uh, uh, secretary of state is uh, politically point of view very difficult still is not able to meet i mean there's uh, some congress but i was just a normal person but i meet them on the unexpectedly that place is but then i was opportunity to have a very uh, expressing all our situation of tibet to be update to them and they are very personally i found very very these people are very uh, uh, keen interest of tibet and they really also they even send me the please when you so when you meet back when you go back to india when you meet your his honest give our regards give our anything we can as we can something help us and please his honest to inform to uh, to please uh, give us uh, communicate and we were so happy to help to the tibetan people so that kind of thing is uh, 
very uh, it moved me my my heart for the how much they uh, the people have a much all interest about Tibetan uh, people and they also they are concerned about the Tibetan human rights and the Tibetan suffering so that was a good opportunity yes yeah yes I think now because of this current situation that the world is confronting, uh, there is an elevation in the rate of anxiety and depression. Of course, anxiety and depression was always there, but now people have this excuse that, you know what, the pandemic wrecked my life. So uh, the depression, the anxiety, the elevation, how do we find peace and mental equanimity despite challenging circumstances? Yeah, that's true. But, uh, you know, you have to actually you have to be really for my my understanding is that this is the, everybody uh, have a lot of uh, exam and they have a suffering and very nervous and also you will within a, within a day you will see your some your close friend died yesterday some of the you know mm-hmm. especially when you look somebody your co-worker was died yesterday and somebody True. dying now so this is the yes. really sad news but at the uh, but same time, this is uh, you have to be more, uh, you have to be more uh, calm. The most calm is the most important in your life, because when you uh, because when you be calm and also you have to be understandable your reality, your life. You have to be go back to the reality of your life. You cannot be stay into the inciting and the suffering, and that, that will not going to help you develop your. But the more you more you serve, more you worry. Your immune system will go weaker. Once you become immune system more weaker, that will be more affecting. That will be make you more difficult to your life. So to protect your life, to save your life, not only social distance, not only social distance. You have to be very important to yourself to be calm and not be affected by the destruction of those uh, incidents to make your immune system weak. And then that will be a chance, more chance to be effective. So you have to be very strong. You have to be a reality your life. And you have to be, as a Buddhism, this is the impermanence. It's a, you know, impermanence. So it is impermanent. Sometimes this is the positive side. You have to remember this is not the permanent. So this going to be one day, this going to be go away, that you, your life will be back to normal. To, but you still have to be careful. You have to follow the, all the guidelines of the doctors. You have to follow, make sure you follow your guidelines. And same time, mentally, you have to be strong and calm. You cannot be just uh, worry and make a anxiety and lose your uh, immune system and uh, make you... Uh, restless and sleepless and that's not going to help so this is a very important i think yeah right i think what you mentioned is very true because i think my mom used to say this she used to say that uh, actually she's online right now so uh, she's very happy i think amla is very happy (laughs) (laughs) so so i think my mom used to tell me this so uh, she used to be like, I think even the food that you eat, the nutrition yeah. from that gets right. absorbed better if you are yeah. happy. 
If the problem can be solved, why you worry? If the problem cannot be solved, worry will be not going to have, not going to be good. So basically, if this problem cannot be solved, then worry cannot be any good. So this is our life, reality life is impermanent. Right. But uh, if the problem can be solved, then you have to try to solve the problem, not just because there's worry, they're not going to help. So this is a, sure. one of the very ancient Shandy devils from the beginning, his advice to the uh, how we solve our uh, life, well, uh, you know, how to live Problems. our life. Yes, yeah. I think sure. that's what so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to repeat what Rinpoche just mentioned. He mm-hmm. just quoted Shanti Deva, who says, if you have a problem and you can solve it, then why worry about it? But if you right. can solve it, why worry about it? So that's either way, worrying is not good for you. No, no, that's not yet. Yes? Yeah, that, yeah, that's true, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So now I'm very inquisitive to know this. I'm very curious. Um, mm-hmm. All the guests that we've had on the Tenzin show have had their own definition of success. Mm-hmm. Success mm-hmm. So what's your definition of success? Because I know that success is not always about material abundance and triumph. It's much more than that. So what is success in your perspective? Uh, I follow His Son Dalai Lama's uh, teaching advice. His Son Dalai Lama's advice is the most success in your life is try to help somebody as much as you can. You do. If not, don't harm. Be kind, compassion. And this is, uh, I think, uh, if you have a practice more not harming to other people, and be kindness. And more if you develop that your mind in your life, this is the success. This is the success of your life. Because sometimes you believing, you be a working, you have a good job, or you have a, a good business, a million dollars, but, but if your mind, it doesn't have a kind heart, and it doesn't have, a, if you're harming to other people, it's not success. It's not success. Your success is not harming people, not uh, harming people, not harming to any human beings and not, not sentient beings. And be kind heart and just develop your more as much as you can. That is your success. So for my part of view, I try, I'm not really uh, develop that kind of the level, high level, but still I myself to try my best to be not harm to other people. And I also tried my best to be more uh, help the other people and also be uh, kinder, kinder. So every day I try to be kinder, and that practice is uh, uh, also I can I can through now as until now my I was my life is through that uh, many different I've been to my life with different uh, uh, so many uh, 
I've served many different areas, but I also I learned a lot. Experience my true experience. I feel more kinder. I feel I become more kinder. More I'm grown up, I become more kinder, and also I have understanding of the, how important of the other people's life. We all human beings are one, one uh, together, one one world, one this world, oneness. That is what his son is all about. The oneness is a very important to. Uh, your life. If you have a oneness, then you have a oneness understanding, then you can live a harmony in this earth. So this is the, our success. To be a success, you have to have all human beings, all other people in the world, we have a sister, brother's uh, 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 respect. That's the oneness. This is the, one of the, uh, I think, success. success. Yeah. True success. That's what because I believe. I remember- yeah. Yes, because I remember one of the speeches from His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama. He says, mm-hmm. if you just look at the earth from the satellite, from a satellite, yeah. you yes. will see that it's just a blue globe. It's just a blue right. water. You can see true. that. But yes. as soon as we start to draw a line on the soil, we yeah. know this is our territory. This is your territory. We're right. this, we're that. We start yeah. to do that. So I think it's very important that as Rinpochela mentioned, mm-hmm. we're all one family we're all children of one you know one family and uh, the seven billion people on this planet we must consider Mm -hmm. that we are part of that family so it's very important to be kind to be compassionate and to also remind ourselves uh Mm -hmm. to uh think that everything on this earth is impermanent Mm -hmm. from the cells in our body to to the atoms in the atmosphere any Mm -hmm. everything from a to z Mm -hmm. everything is impermanent because the coronavirus itself is an mm-hmm. example of the impermanence right. of the impermanent. world. Yes. Right? That's it. Yeah. That's That's it. So I think, yeah. uh, I think the lesson. So mm-hmm. I, I think uh, this session has been very insightful and informative. Thank you. That's my, uh, you know, I'm so glad to be part of the uh, participating in your uh, work, you're doing work, a good job, and uh, it's That's very true. great to be a world community, uh, uh, you know, communicating for the positive, positive, and uh, to help each other in this That's planet. It's very important. And keep up your good job. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rupert. Thank you. Thank you.